everybody and welcome to another edition of the BH Sales Chemical Holistic Healing Hour. Grandpa Bell's Grunts and Groans. This is actually my daily YouTube channel version where some of you will hear this on the radio probably today, a little bit later. It's where I usually house what I'm going to be doing times three factions daily, as well as this YouTube channel here. How it actually goes through these crazy brainwaves of mine, and then how I mitigate what's actually going to migrate out to those said shows. So, what I'm going to do here is continue in a mnemonic magnetic memory method that I've been having some fun with of recent note in the holiday season, last, oh, I don't know, 10, 12 episodes that I've done to a magnetic memory method by Dr. Anthony Mativier, the originator and professor of the online course, his online program, now 12 months in. He's been a guest on my show twice. As the new year becomes, he'll be back again. So I've been doing a mnemonic of recent note with cartoon character favorite from being a kid, Mr. Magoo as a whole, in his own cartoon series way back then, with the great Jim Backus as the voice of fine character actor in his own right in the 40s and 50s, and then, of course, the voice of Thurston G. Howell, Gilligan's Island, Mr. Magoo, the cartoon character, and then my favorite adaptation of The Christmas Carol. With no versions on the great actors, many that played the leading role of Ebenezer Scrooge, I loved all of those adaptations, too, but I loved the Mr. Magoo animated characterization. He's still, I'm 69 years old, and it's still my all-time favorite. I'm going to see maybe this year if somehow I can retrieve it offline or something like that. I'm not sure if it will be on television. I doubt it. But in any event, so I've been doing these memory palaces and mnemonics with Mr. Scrooge. Mr. Magoo playing the lead character, now a 21st century man, and he's fast-forwarded from all the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and Christmases yet to come. And I've had a lot of fun with different guests virtually, being on podcast shows, myself interviewing them, them talking to Scrooge, Mr. Magoo, and Mr. Magoo has learned hot brain coherence through the visitations of the ghost, changing his miserly ways, giving back. Much like the end of the Christmas Carol, when, you know, he opened the window and told the kid to go get the big turkey. He saw his ill ways with his own family, his nephew that he was estranged from, and Cratchit, and Tiny Tim, and so forth. So today, I'm going to try to continue with Mr. Scrooge, <clears throat> helping out, <clears throat> pardon me, as I self-train on this Mandarin course that I've outlined in the last couple of shows that I'm going to be embarking on, self-taught, <clears throat> pardon me, for the seven months, including now, 
up until next June. So what I'm going to do here is have Mr. Scrooge. I'm trying to envision this a little bit holographically. Close my eyes a little bit as I can see Mr. Scrooge. Mr. Magoaz. Okay, so he's now creating a memory palace. I've gone through this before. <clears throat> Pardon me, where Mr. Magoo was actually a student of the program, Dr. Anthony's, in one episode. So now what he's going to be doing as Mr. Magoo, as a 21st century man, billionaire, entrepreneur with heart-brain coherence, very compassionate to his employees, always looking for better health and wealth, and spreading good health and wealth, but always not in the miserly way anymore, but to play to his strengths of fiduciary responsibility, making the most, thus is why he's a billionaire. So from miser to mentor, Mr. Magoo's magical Mandarin journey, Mandarin for the masses, Mr. Magoo's unlikely language adventure, learning from the spirits, Mr. Magoo's path to cultural enrichment, and humbug to hello, Mr. Magoo's second chance at life and language, a carol retold, Mr. Magoo's Mandarin, guide to cultural understanding, beyond the bar humbug, the ghosts of grammar, <laughs> goofing around, Mr. Magoo's hilarious misadventures in Mandarin, from Scrooge to Scholar, Mr. Magoo's inspiring story of transformation. Mandarin made merry. Mr. Magoo's festive language learning program. Mr. Magoo's Mandarin masterclass. Unlock the secrets of the language. Mr. Magoo's merry Mandarin movie. <laughs> the Carol Comes to Life. Mandarin for Magoo's learning with laughter. One character at a time. <clears throat> From Scrooge to Santa. Mr. Magoo's heartwarming journey, forgiving. Deep calming breath. Okay, so now as aging in his physical body, Mr. Magoo, as Ebenezer Scrooge, now a 21st century man, X number of years, still being visited by, in some cases, the ghosts of Christmas yet to come. So in this instance, Mr. Magoo, within his newly renovated office here in Cape Elizabeth, Maine, where he houses his corporate office, don't forget, it's all fictitious. It's a new mind. Having some fun with this. So he's filled with colorful decorations in Mandarin learning materials in his anticipation, anticipation, of taking on his own enrichment as himself learning the language, and he's encouraging self-enrichment for his employees to do the same as part of their health care program, to keep them cool, calm, collected, and on the job, because it's allowing the body to get in touch with itself, to heal itself. No absenteeism or very low absenteeism. Coherence, allowing the body to do what it can innately. So Mr. Magoo, dressed in a traditional Chinese robe, holding a calligraphy brush, surrounded by dictionaries and flashcard decks for his own self-training, 
the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future, each ghost, if you will, here, representing a different level of Mandarin proficiency. Let's have some fun. The beginner level, which is probably exactly where I'm most assuredly at, so the ghost of Christmas past, if you will, at the beginner level. Then intermediate would be presently, if you will, wherever anybody is presently within their own endeavors of Mandarin, having some fun. And then advanced within the language itself, if you will, ghosts of Christmases yet to come or ghosts of the future. So his employees are eagerly learning Mandarin with Mr. Magoo using various digital and physical tools because. Mr. Magoo's entourage of his many businesses, which we've highlighted before, he has gymnasiums, online videos, his own courses for physical education, exercising, nutrition, all of the above, dental clinics, health clinics. We had some fun with guests, uh, Alice Cooper and the Rock Shocker, of course, in one instance where they exchanged meditation from each other's views on manifestation. Alice Cooper referring to his stage show where he actually beheaded himself. <clears throat> and then we also had Edgar Allan Poe talking about opium, but in the dental, uh, dental attribute that it is and was, especially in that time frame for you know, uh, diluting pain in tooth, but also referring to his own addiction to it. Who else did we have? We had Warren Buffett on as a guest talking to Mr. Magoo about possibly investing in multi-level marketing and clearly defining <clears throat> the stalwarts within the multi-level marketing model and modality that it is. Rockefeller, Henry Ford, Colgate Palmolive, the Fortune 500 companies that practice it to this day, Colgate Palmala and Warren Buffett enlightening him, Ebenezer Scrooge, Mr. Magoo, saying it was one of the best investments he ever made because he owns, uh, if not two, at least one multi-level marketing firm of his own. And I'm sure I'm leaving out several other people. I had Cratchit in the old theme, but basing it on how Cratchit was integral in the heart-brain coherence con conversion of Mr. Scrooge based on the old story of. And this is a continuation of where I'll be extending forward using Mr. Magoo stumbling over his pronunciation, the Kamunjinji old man that he was, nearsighted is a reason that I do this as well. <laughs> my own issues with my eyesight hearing. Many would probably stand up and say, yep, you definitely qualify for a Kamunjinji old man. You comedians, you. But comedy's good because it releases dopamine. I wear that moniker proudly, actually. But in any event, so winging it here, kind of all over the proverbial corral and mulberry bush and all around it, Mr. Magoo stumbling over his pronunciation within the character, you know, of Scrooge, but himself always being himself. The ghost guiding Mr. Magoo through different cultural experiences, showcasing the beauty of Mandarin in and of itself, the language, the culture, and the history. Mr. Magoo successfully communicating with a Chinese business partner, showcasing his progress. These will be things, you know, coming up in my seventh month sojourn, having some fun with this, because I do these each and every day. 
And we'll have in-studio guests, real ones, by the way, that will be versed in these subjects as well. So we'll kind of goof around calling this one Confucius Say, Mastering Mandarin with a Twist. Confucius says Mandarin quotes, quotations, which I've always done with some degree of regularity over the years, Confucius, in my poetry that I do daily on my social media. And Mandarin made clever, tricky talk, language, learning, fun wordplay, wisdom. So have you ever wondered if you could learn Mandarin while having a laugh? Well, join us as we delve into the world of Mandarin wordplay, inspired by the wisdom of Confucius himself, as he's going to be a virtual guest upcoming when I can put that together. <laughs> we'll explore some tricky homophones, clever puns, and witty idioms, and all while strengthening our language skills, yours and my attempt at, for proverbs that offer profound life lessons. So this episode is kind of an overview, cliff notes type of thing to go hand in hand with the overview that I've done. I think it was in yesterday's show where I kind of outlined the whole seven months of the progress of, the, of uh, my progression to get to June to do so. So we're just about at the 13-minute mark. And what I'm going to do right here, I'm going to keep right on a roll in here for a second for about another 10 minutes or so. I did off-camera just do my own personal workout with uh, free weights, uh, sorry, exercise bands this time. And I did quite a bit of moving around and stretching with the bands, truth be told. That's why I'm seated. So I'm a little sore, it's okay. And that plays right into, because we can talk about our seated versions of all of the exercises for those that may be non-ambulatory or you're at your workstations during the day and you can't get up, you're incorporating whatever your dynamic and demographic is and however you do it. Right now, truth be told, I'm definitely feeling my chronology and maybe my former life when I may have known Confucius. <laughs> I kid around a little bit. So what I'm going to do is I hauled out an old weapon of war. This is actually a bulwarker. And Power Buster, Power Master, this goes back to easily the 1990s. And I think I actually bought this as an accoutrement when I did the Tony Horton P90X program. Most assuredly back probably in the late 90s, very early 2000s with my recall on that. So this is good for a number of things and different exercises, building up the chest. The triceps, the biceps, well, not so much the biceps, but the chest muscles, the shoulders. <clears throat> and when you depress this thing, what it does, does is it's metered and segmented out, gradiated to the degree of pressure that it's pertinent to. And what you try to shoot for is there's a level called bulwarker, which is pretty good. And then the power master's really good. Especially for a skinny, scrawny, lean mass guy. And then for those of you that can go to 165 or, you know, you're a freak of nature and you can push it and cup the two end handles like you were holding a coffee cup, that's pretty good. <laughs> so I'm going to embarrass myself here a little bit, but it's not so much to prove a point on my power because it's probably not going to be so good. But this is a good exercise in and of itself for your shoulders and your chest muscles. 
So I'm just going to depress it like 10 times. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And I always pretty much get to that gradiated mark right there, which is the power. I'm sorry, bulwarker. And then I aspire always for the power meter. And I can do the power meter this way, no problem. And this way, no problem. So this is a good resistance thing. It's a relic. And I goof around a lot. It's an excellent air guitar because you can use the strapping and the cables for like a bass. Dr. Metivier, when he gets on, we goof around with music. <laughs> I'm goofing around. So I'm going to put that down. <laughs> and what I will be doing, because I just did them personally, is where's my exercise band? I thought I had that here. I do. When I stand again, and, I, and I'm tardy in those videos, but they're coming, I'll do a series of standing bicep curls where you actually stand on the rubber band, and you're actually going to do standing up-wise here quickly, visually. Just play along with me, please. <clears throat> you know, then we'll, by standing on them, do the extensions up, the extensions up, the extensions out, and then I'll do the doubling up, which I've always done. And right now, I'll probably embarrass myself. But you go behind your head, especially. And I call it all these crazy things. Full respect, I was brought up Catholic and all that crazy stuff. I call it the crucifixion and or the scarecrow because of the position. You know, you hung on the cross or you're a scarecrow out in the field. But um, try it with different resistance of bands. I forget what the weight is on the color coordination of the bands. This is lighter, but it's pretty good pull. It's good in the shoulders, and then when you stretch and elongate them out, you'll feel that. Then if you can hold the elongation up over your head and hold it this way for a count of ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, stretching to the max, slowly pulling in and out. You'll feel that. No, it's okay. But um, we'll do more exercises with the band. Both seated and standing, and pardon me for reaching. This is as close as I could get it in proximity to my little rockout area in my giant corporate office here. These are the hand free weights that I've used many times on camera, still shots, uh, videos, and jumping around and listening to music. We'll get back to the movement as well. And you can do it seated, listen to a music of your choice, whatever the genre is, because it releases endorphins and you can get into moving. And if you are debilitated, whatever your muscle groups are that you can move. I do this for like 10 years and I always forget how to put these things on. Um, yeah, I'm all right. The world's wrong. So... Uh, Losing my train of thought here a little bit, but I do that a lot. Movement, music of choice, standing or otherwise. And what I usually do, and I just tried it again, uh, I tried it with my software. I try to listen to my headphones so it, it, it helps me in my movement routines. But the software does not like microphone to microphone. It really goes back to like, World War One sounding Marconi in a can. Can you hear me now? So 
without the headphones that I usually do. And again, we just do a series because everything's freelance here and you improvise yourself low, slow. And again, if you healthfully can go right beyond, I I do everything in multiples of 10, but I do a lot of reps of the 10 within my own entourage. And again, I'm not going to do them again. I just did them a half an hour ago. So I'll do them for 10 here and quickly here to squeeze in this video to make it pretty good. And we're at 20 minutes, so we'll do this in less than five minutes. Thank you if you're still there. So anything, you know, the biceps, you can imitate. You don't need a bar and you don't need these hand weights. Remember a milk jug, a coffee can, or just the movement in and of itself. Just the movement in and of itself to get the muscle groups. Okay, so that would be like if you were curling a bar. And we're going to get back to that, the heavy weights, if you will. And I never do heavy weights. I do weights now in maybe 45-pound maximums. It's the number of reps that I'm shooting for. So I just do like this. I do extremes. I do above. We do above our heads. We'll touch our toes. I'm going to show you a couple of really interesting core exercises where you cross your feet. And if you can, when we stand, you sit your butt literally on your floor or your mat or whatever, the surface of the room you're in or the mountain, the valley, seriously, wherever you are, the ground. And, hey, if you haven't done this, it's a tough one. What it's good for your core, try getting back up without supporting yourself on the ground, the mat, your floor. I, I cannot do that. I'm not sure I ever will, but it gives me something. to. But I, I cannot do it without supporting myself. I don't have that kind of core strength. That's incredible core strength, but it's a great exercise. We'll revisit the wall exercise, Qigong, and you can do it with or without weights. See your eyes open or closed. And then the movement of Tai Chi, Qigong, knockoffs of our free um, movement. And the master program is the silver sneakers through Anthem Insurance. I go there all the time. I just left a little while ago. They have everything, you know, the nutrition, the quantified and qualified trainers and so forth, whatever your degree of level is or isn't, and in, uh, places you can go in your own area. I'm sure many of you are familiar with that program. So mine's a knockoff, self-improvised off of that. And then my free weights is still a knockoff of the Spartacus 2012 routine. I'm now almost in my 14th year as the new year becomes. We'd knock off some free weights, and we'll continue to revisit those. Okay, Bills, these are about a pound and a half, and you just want to crisscross, do movements. I'm going to segue out, say bye-bye for now. Some of you will hear this and see it at the uh, video here and at the Spotify where you have the option. If you're a customer, you all know that, that you can see it video and or audio when I reported as such, and I've been blessed that I'm on most of the platforms where you'd hear any audio show, and always, as always, as always, hydrate before, during, and after, and you all know my favorite for a multitude of reasons. Bye-bye for now. I'll see you at all the shows, and that's the quick synopsis of the Magoo character and the Mandarin, and thanks for ingratiating me because it's self-serving in a very important way to me. That allows me to just have played to the five senses, what's left of them for me, my eyes, my ears, trying to talk and hear in my tonal attempt at Mandarin. And then God love us all when I try to write the symbols. <laughs>
Bye-bye for now, and I'll see you at the show. Peace, everybody. Thank you. And somebody came in. Who was that? You little guy? You come in now? Gone already? I saw her head. Come in. I think he was up here.